Monday night live first edition from May. Um, the whole squad, the quad, all four of us, the squad. Whoa. Yep. Has anyone ever thought of that before? I don't think so. Can we trademark it? Trademarked. Uh, yeah, you just say trademark after, okay. and then yeah, yeah, and then you can sue people if they ever use it. Yeah. So like the, the squad is here. Right, the squad trademark. Sorry, is... I mean, uh, Mexican dish day after Monday. I was gonna because say. I don't want to get LeBron suing us <laughs> for oh. his trademark. Yeah. So the whole squad is here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, enjoying a very rainy day across. That I guess Josh, weird. is it is it rainy over in Iowa City? Nope. Well, uh, I guess it uh, is raining over there though. So. It, it, it's, it, it it's been, been day, so. very not nice weather here all yep. day but um alas we nevertheless we persist right yeah that's 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 what that's what ben franklin said when he was crossing the yep. delaware nevertheless we, nevertheless we persist yep so um decent amount of stuff's happened our last episode if, if you'd listen to that um which was not act somehow well i shouldn't say somehow because it was me um was not actually published on monday night so people were i'm sure people were wondering whoa whoa what happened why is this showing up in the podcast feed on a tuesday night Uh i know i know but tonight's episode will be up on Mm -hmm. on it's uh in its regularly scheduled Mm -hmm. time and so i i do want to assure all of the listeners that are obviously already listening to this Mm -hmm and can see and can see that this was posted on monday night that it was indeed posted on monday night okay so yeah maybe (laughs) maybe a hilarious prank to all the people yeah yeah um but yeah last episode we uh we we, it was all mock you know nfl draft Mm -hmm. stuff but i guess we can talk about what's been going on in between um josh anything crazy going on over in iowa city um not really. Um, so, okay. I can talk about something that's kind of crazy. So the restaurant chain Raising Canes officially opened a branch in Iowa City like last Tuesday or Wednesday. <gasps> and the line for it has literally been like a thousand cars long for the last week straight. So, yeah, it's kind of electric. And also they have like some big like spotlights shooting around in the sky for the last week so like if, if it's a cloudy night and you look up you'll see you'll be able to tell where it is the raising cane they have spotlights yeah why they're they're taking it seriously i don't know Gotta find the chicken that chicken is here yeah <laughs> is, is it here. like is it like for batman where they have the batman cut out in the center so they I would tell it specifically. Is it like a, a chicken? A wing? giant dog. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Kane's a dog or something, right? Yeah, Kane oh, yeah. was Abel's brother, but yeah, yeah. too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Um I didn't know that he was a dog. Okay, we've driven past raising canes before, and it's got he's got the sunglasses, you know. Have you seen sure. that? I'm he's sure he's on the side of the building, and I'm always like, Oh, I don't want to eat at raising canes, but then I'm like, Oh, dog. 
so yeah. yeah we've never well i mean we've never been to raising canes i love like yeah taylor's like got like these like deep-seated hatred i don't like, like fried chicken places why would i ever want to go there i mean it's not fried chicken necessarily it's chicken like chicken tenders why? which is different a little different I just they're don't just, get it. They're just fried chicken tenders. It's yeah, yeah, it's fried chicken, but it's tender shaped, you know? Well, it's tender <laughs> shaped. Yeah. It's literally Listen, I'm going to air my grievances. There are too many fast food chicken places. How different can it really be? Which ones are like, how, which one is the one that you would keep? None of them. Well, that's just the wrong answer. Okay, listen, Jake and I went to Chick-fil-A not long ago. That's different. It's chicken. And it tastes like literally their chicken sandwich tastes exactly like McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich. They don't taste different. No one can convince Oh, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, the Chick-fil-A simps are going to be showing up in droves. And I don't like how polite they are to me. I want (laughs) she's just like like i like it better when at mcdonald's they're like take your food and get out i'm like thank you but then when they're like it's my pleasure to serve you i'm like thank you i don't know they're like aggressively polite yeah is that what you're saying taylor doesn't like i I know that the people at mcdonald's are authentic when they're like here take your food and get out but the people at chick-fil-a when they're like it's my pleasure to serve you i'm like you're lying (laughs) You're like not you just having fun. like you just know that they're like holding like a knife behind their back yes. ready to yeah yeah there's three people drowning in the vat of mac and cheese in the back i'm telling you like it wasn't a pleasure to serve them and they just get drowned in the mac and cheese okay i mean since we're on the topic now that you're on chick-fil-a i can like air my grievances that i hate their commercials oh yeah the, their commercials hi my name is paul and my favorite thing about the waffle fries is the fact that they're made out of potato and they put them in a fryer and mm-mm-mm. <laughs> that's what <laughs> and that's literally I bring like, my dog like, and they're like hey it's a dog yeah um, my or favorite thing or like, dun, 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 dun. yeah this one person at chick-fil-a literally restarted my baby daughter's beating heart one time and it's like <laughs> no she didn't restarted no she the, didn't restarted the beating heart yeah my least favorite was the one where she was like i used my fifty thousand chick-fil-a points to feed a school or something i was like how did you get that many here <laughs> yeah you shouldn't be able to rack up enough points to get enough free food to feed a small school anti, That's, you're not coming out taylor coming out strongly anti-charity anti anti charitable here it doesn't really count as charity when it's just like i funneled all of my money into chick-fil-a like fifty thousand dollars worth just in their chicken sandwiches which it means i bought two sandwiches and then i was like chick-fil-a was like hey we made enough profit We'll toss you back a little free stuff. So it's like a, it's like a. It's disguised as charity. Yeah, it's like a money laundering front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chick Fil A is, is the cartel in Ozark. My favorite thing about Chick Fil A was when I washed all my dirty money through that, my dirty drug money through their point system. <laughs> yeah. 
they they have to take Sundays off just to like reset the like money like the the laundering machines and yeah. stuff like that just yes. so that like they can they can make sure their books are are nice and cooked for the exactly. for the next week exactly that that that's probably yeah, I like that that's a good theory we'll we'll keep that one going yeah. here that Chick Fil A is just a also a oh yep yeah, I've it. only ever wanted Chick Fil A on Sunday. And then I can't have it. And then yep. what's the point? Yep. Anyway. So are you saying that they should be open on Sundays? I'm just saying I, I you want the heart wants what it cannot have. I guess so. I think yeah. I think it's more just the fact that you get done with church, you're like, okay, I want to go to a nice Christian place for lunch. And Chick-fil-A always pops up because it's a very um commonly it's thought of pleasure to serve you. Yeah, well, they're very commonly thought of as like Christian or as like. That's true. Nice. Jesus loved fried chicken. It's true. Not, that's not why they're thought of as Christian, but. Um, Jesus walked. But then, then he you, turned then, water into their frozen lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> and then you then you go there and you're like, wait, this is closed. Now I'm just mad. Have you done that before, Will? No. Oh, okay. I can assume it happens. Yeah. So I guess maybe well they are they're gonna get people to go to church so that they can keep the people can keep track of what day chick-fil-a is closed oh so in a in a lot if you like think about it it's like a 4d like chess evangelism structure where it's like if if like people are gonna get so angry like yeah people well no just people are so angry that like you know they go seven days a week you know they want to go seven days a week Mm -hmm. but they can't they just can't get the rhythm down of when it's closing when it's open yeah hey here's this really easy way to remember go to church and then that day chick-fil-a won't be open boom millions saved but not dollars because it's expensive dollars made because yeah people to get buy our food why do people have to walk up to the cars to take the order i didn't know that they did that i've never been through the drive-through at a chick-fil-a so i don't really why do they why do they need to do that I don't know. Does that make it easier for the people in the car? It can't make it easier for the people. It might speed things up. It probably speeds things up. Like maybe. I I won't. I'm not going to speak ill of something I know nothing about. I'm just. I need answers. Taylor's just turning into a hater. Chick fil A hater. If you if you make chicken in your restaurant, Taylor doesn't like you. It's true. Which that's a lot of places. I know. Well, I like to complain. Yeah. Uh, like it's um there's like a meme of this guy um it looks like he's like stretching up and then on the bottom it has like the olympic like nameplate like that they always show when like a guy's about to go or when someone's about to go like you know swim or something so it says like you know in the olympics it says like their name and their country and like where their seat is and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's it's this it's this picture of this random guy and he's just like in a room he's like stretching and it just says like max jones Mm -hmm. instigator Mm -hmm. that's taylor it's just like taylor hunter (laughs) hater of yeah like like unsatisfied like yeah so what's the if you were to pick one chicken like chicken fast food chain chicken centric 
Chicken-centric. It has to be just chicken. Like, well, I mean, no, like nothing the, is just like chicken. For example, for like Popeyes part. is a chicken place. Yeah, but they have other stuff. Too. Popeyes, KFC. Okay, but we're not including like McDonald's because no, because those are mostly like those are that's other stuff. stuff. I wouldn't go to any of them. Like literally, I've never. I don't think I've ever been to KFC, and I'm happy with that. I don't want to go. What restaurant would warrant the spotlights? for you like you know what i mean so that like you could just be like hold on a sec i need x look to the skies and there it is what restaurant would make you the most excited if they employed that That's hard because she complains about how long it takes NFL teams to draft picks and then she doesn't have any. They have a year to prepare, Jacob. You gave me five seconds. (laughs) I haven't done the scouting on everybody. Uh, I don't have like a favorite restaurant that just like screams, I want this over everything. Subway, it is. Not that one. Not Subway. No, I mean, Texas Roadhouse is always good, but the problem, if they employed lights, people already know where the where the Texas Roadhouse is. It's already too busy, yeah. and that degrades my experience. So if they could just, like, shine the lights into people's eyes and blind <laughs> everybody else on their way there, there I guess Texas Roadhouse, because then it would finally be, like, we'd be able to get a seat right away. Or they could just shine the lights on like the, the nearest Popeyes so that everyone would run to the Popeyes yeah, yeah. and then not go to Texas Roadhouse. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Mayor Taylor would make that happen. Mm-hmm. Snap like that. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, anybody have any other fast food, just like grievances to air really quick? Like anybody had it? No, I guess I do. Go ahead. Well, um, I really hate the Popeye's uh, almost best-selling shrimp in America commercial because it doesn't make any sense. He does hate it. I, because literally anyone can make that claim. If you're not number one, you could, you could say that you're almost that. Um, and so as a result, just to see if they actually were almost the number one shrimp in America, I tried it and they're not. So hey, it worked. Wait, on you went though. and got their when? What? When? Just in the last week. Whoa. And guess what? It's I'm good not that going you probably there ever again. Will I know. Is, it's Will good is... that you probably went while we were gone because we had a roasted you for going to Popeyes and getting their hey. shrimp. <laughs> I'm always willing to just try something just so we can dunk on. That's it, so. fair. Okay, I appreciate that. Will did it for the fans. He did. But also at the same time, Will is a level five susceptible to um, to advertising because clearly he would never have done that. But that commercial shows up, it and Will's like, "All right, in a week, I gotta go try it, it to make sure I'm angry. I'm gonna go hate eat this food." Will also hey, hates- it doesn't matter how happy you are while you eat it; they get paid just the same. True. Will also hates the Dr Pepper commercials. I do, and he drinks Dr Pepper. Which I one? Does not drink Dr. The one where like, little sweet is like hey uh you did something dessert that deserves a dr pepper yeah the one that celebrates mediocrity i hate that one (laughs) (laughs) anything else we (laughs) there's nothing else to say about it it's just that bad thank you guys for tuning in to monday night live um (laughs) what were you gonna say josh 
Oh, okay. Josh, every now and then, will just, like, move his mouth, like, like he's trying to say something, and I'm not 100% just sure. Just too fed up with the speaks. Yeah. Jo- Josh, do you have any rebuttals to anything that's been shared? Um, well, okay. I disagree about... Oh, he's stretching out. He's got a good take. I'm not Chick fil but whatever. What did you say, Josh? I disagree with about 99% of what was said about Chick fil A. Oh, go, go off. Go off. I don't care. Right now. Nope. Share I, your have, I have my opinions. Um, and I, I, I really like their um, mac and cheese. And why? Because it's cheese and has macaroni because, in it because getting uh golden corral's frozen mac and cheese but from chick-fil-a makes you feel like real good <laughs> or what <laughs> okay whatever um listen mac and cheese is always good i'm never like oh what a terrible mac and cheese but if we're gonna be like this is the greatest mac and cheese of all time I it's not good. the greatest mac and cheese of all time but it's good i yeah, that's fine I, I did when we tried the mac and cheese. I was like, oh, this is good. But then I took two more bites and I was like, I can't eat any more cheese. So, well, Taylor, yeah, Taylor is kind of a, uh, she's, she's not a powerhouse when it comes to eating food. And just uh, so speak for yourself. Um, and so, like, t- Taylor's like tapping out whenever something like, has a lot of flavor in it mm-hmm. taylor's always like this is too rich this is too this there's too much good in this and she always taps out really quick and so maybe maybe that's that's not, that's kind of par for the course uh pardon me for knowing my limits that's fair <laughs> that's fair but yeah, and um, I, i'll agree like at least some if not all of the stuff that she plays at least fairly overpriced but it's i think it's good i think it's well made um question have you been through the drive-thru yes did you feel like it made it faster when they took your order at your at your door like they walked up to you and took your order i think they i think it did because like then instead of like having a bunch of different like drive-through like machine things standing up you just have people like four or five different people out there going out to different cars with their own little ipad that can take in an order and then they can just move right to the next car um i think it it makes it maybe a little faster but it makes it i think a little bit i wouldn't okay maybe not cheaper but like um actually it does make it cheaper because then you don't have to like both pay for the machine and pay the people you just have to pay the people but they put it in on a machine too what what yeah they do but it's it probably costs more to build like a huge structure thing i don't know that's only one payment and it saves space inside for more people you gotta pay people by the hour Mm -hmm. but the those people are gonna have to um work anyway okay okay like you'll have like four or five different stands like can't take your order and they'll just be inside running all of those um mm-hmm. this gives them the, gives them the chance to get outside enjoy the fresh air talk oh, to okay. the face so it's good yeah. for the employees too it's good for the employees yeah but the uh the um drive through like menu slash like radio speaker thing those things don't go on strikes 
So you don't have to worry about you don't have yeah, to worry about but also um they're not like teenagers. So they like okay, I I can't I can't remember what I was gonna say about that, but um I feel like a group of like fifteen or sixteen year olds probably aren't gonna go on strike because they're getting paid minimum wage. They probably don't even know that they're getting paid not a lot. But yeah, Josh, are you saying that you're you want to support a business that pays a lot of people not very much money to do their jobs? Wow, that's problematic. Well, that's problematic. We're gonna cancel for so many things this episode. <laughs> I'm okay. If they want to work there, it's their choice to work there. So, yeah. Just like with um, what's it called, DoorDash, and getting paid as much as you work, like four bucks an hour or whatever. You're choosing to work. You're choosing to be a dasher. You're choosing to only do that many runs per hour, that many orders. So, yeah. Can I pose a question, everybody? Pose the question. What was the worst fast food experience you've ever had? does anything come to mind the word the one that comes to my mind is not when i was eating but i was as josh was talking about i was doing doordash mm -hmm. and there's a burger king in iowa city that is very famous yeah. amongst us i we wonder call which it one you're talking the about the boyram burger king yeah, I do because it's on blast i'll put them on blast because it was horrible they're terrible um yeah, they're and they were always bad like they were routinely bad. And so Boyroom Street Burger King. Um, I went to get like a, it was, it was like 1130, 1145. So it wasn't even like full on in the morning. New, in, in the morning. Yes, yeah. Sorry. In the morning. So it wasn't even full on like, like the, the lunch rush ish was starting, I guess, mm -hmm. but um, it wasn't like full on, like it was, it, it was not crazy busy. But I, I went through, I had to go through the drive through to pick the order up for some reason. I don't know why. Um, this is even before COVID. So I don't, I don't know why that was even mm -hmm. the case, but I had to go through the drive through to pick it up. And so I go through the drive through and there were like maybe six or seven cars in front of me. So I was like, and I had to pick up like two things. And so I was already, you know, not super psyched about the fact that I have to wait for that many cars to get such a small order. Mm -hmm. I sat in the drive through for like, probably 40 minutes mm -hmm. before I even got to the the window and then they didn't give me the right order but they sealed the bags so I couldn't like check right away mm -hmm. but then by the time when I opened it up later because I the person wanted me to check but it was so busy and there were so many people behind me it just like it was it was very it was a cluster mm -hmm. of a, a lot of bad things and then mm -hmm. I checked and I was like oh they didn't even give me because i think i was picking up two orders at that point because mm -hmm. i'd been there long enough that right. another one came in and then they didn't give me they they didn't split the orders up they put them into one bag together oh. and so i could it was so like i couldn't even tell which for sure right which? off the bat like i was just like oh i don't know if everything's in here or not but i was mm -hmm. like i'm just gonna go mm -hmm. and then i i didn't realize until i got to the first one that they didn't have everything for the second one and so it was a mess yeah. and 
So that was that was not fun. Yeah, but, that sounds not fun. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? For me, and you guys were here for this. Well, not here, but we were all together for this one. But I have, to preface this, I have been warned against going to the Boy Room Street Burger King. So I've never been there. But um, in Kansas City, I think last, towards the end of last school year, so like about a year ago, us four for a Cogito Ergo Oro podcast group trip down to kansas city we went to another burger thing down there i don't remember that much i just remember it was not good i remember the floors were sticky i remember there was one dude like yelling at the people working from like the tables like from the outside and from inside the kitchen um i just it was a lot So it was just scary. It was pretty much, yeah. Yeah. It was so sketchy in there. Also, it was the floor was so greasy. Ooh. Do you remember the feeling of like the grease under your shoes walking in there? Oh. Was it just like sticky or was it slick? Both somehow. Oh yes. Like you slide and pick up your problem cards back to the floor for a couple seconds. They had created like an entirely new substance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was, that was, I forgot about that. I'm glad you brought that back up, Josh. Yeah. Will, do you have any bad experiences? Um, there was one time where we waited for like an hour at a bird. The, the common thread in all this is bird. <laughs> Somehow. Um, hey, but BK, really quick before Will finishes, you guys can still come and like, What's it called? Sponsor. Sponsor. We still love you guys. Some of you more get some of those old deals back. Oh yeah. Um, but there was a there was a a Burger King that we went to in Storm Lake that we were there for like an hour, and there were people in the back just not making our food (laughs) for an hour, and then eventually we all got it. I didn't even get all the stuff that I wanted, but like we just wanted to leave, so it was just. You guys paid them for you guys, like, you paid them even a little more just so you guys could leave. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was a depressing experience. I think it was after, like, a track meet or something, too, which is even Oof. I'm not a track runner. It was for someone else, but I think it was after a track meet, so. Nice. Did you have one in mind, Taylor? Well, I have, like, other Burger King stories, too, but it's essentially, but then I just remembered another one, so. Anyway, you and I together, we went to the Boy and Burger King once. Yeah. And we were very hungry. It was like later at night or something. Yep. And we got in line because it wasn't that long when we arrived. But immediately, like two cars pulled up behind us too. So we were trapped. And then we ordered, and like literally, I don't think we moved for 40 minutes. And yeah. it's Burger King. Like it's not hard to how long can it take? And presumably we just, supposed to be fast food yeah i we were just in there for like 45 yeah, minutes it felt fasting. like you yeah we did um but then the other time once we went to domino's in iowa city and we ordered two cheesy bread oh man yeah they we were like waiting and waiting and i think we were in the restaurant waiting too like i yes. think we went inside yes and 
they like didn't make it and then after I'm pretty sure it had just been made already and was sitting off to the side and then they found it like wherever they had stuck it because they gave it to us I think we got one for free didn't we yeah, we got we got the old very cold one that they have left sitting off to the side and then they also made a fresh one yeah. so you know so if you could just like get kind them of a to, trade-off i was gonna say if you could just get it if you have the time just like distract them mm-hmm. when they've just made the first one and just be like oh come over here help my leg oh 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 and then like like one of you can like sneak into the back and move it out of the mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and then and then yeah maybe you'll get a free one out of it yeah yeah it'll be one will be real cold so yeah <laughs> but uh yeah pro grifting tips <laughs> out here on the pod tonight um so good stuff because if you have any any other any other great stories or thoughts on i don't the, think so taylor just gets really inflamed whenever we bring up chicken joints yep. they're overrated i think they're i think they've they're so a lot of them are a little overrated or overpriced, but um, I don't know. I always, I, I like like fried chicken and stuff like that a lot more than Taylor does. I know that. So, but it's chicken. No. <laughs> it's, chicken. It's, it's, chicken. it's fried chicken. <laughs> All right. Pizza ranch, fried chicken, pizza yeah. ranch, fried chicken. Good stuff. Hold on, save it for another pod. Okay. Save it for another right. pod. We'll break right. down some right. buffets maybe next oh. week or something okay. like that. All right. But good stuff. This I feel is still a sports podcast. Though, sport. Well, so. sports yeah. and other fun we're, stuff. We're in a little yes. bit of downtime for sports right now, so we kind of got to fill some of those time. Yeah. Yep. Competitive eating is a sport. That's true. It, you would think <laughs> I'd be good at it by Joey the, my performance this past weekend, but no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. We were on the yeah, because we were on a trip this past weekend. And so mm. we just like Did put up put up an elite streak of like eight consecutive <laughs> meals that were just horrible for us. Yeah. But no, I'm just kidding. But um good stuff. Good mm-hmm. stuff. So that's that's kind of I guess that's kind of what we're all up to. But we can yeah. if you guys if you guys don't mind, I guess we can jump into uh some of the sports stuff. This will go fairly quickly, I think, this week. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Like we had a, like, it's, it's kind of in a weird spot where like, there's stuff going on, but like you could really dive in and take a long time on it, or you could kind of summarize everything pretty quickly. And so like, I don't think we need to do anything crazy intricate on um, the NFL draft that just happened. We'll have, we'll have some, some breakdown going on, but I, I just have a, a list of some, some news tidbits mm um that have been happening recently and i'll just i'll just kind of go through them and you guys can share your thoughts and make it as long or as short as as you as you feel like but um first big breaking news item of the night this was just this just happened today uh deandre hopkins arizona cardinals wide receiver is going it is official he is going to miss the first six games of their season coming up because he violated the NFL's uh, performance enhancing drug uh, policy. Mm. So um, I'll throw my little like spin on this. this silver lining for me. Now I will probably not be fooled into taking him too early in the fantasy draft coming up. So probably, probably not. But if he's sitting there at the end, if he's sitting there at the end, 
keep your eyes open because uh, <laughs> all that matters is that last little part of the season. Those first six games don't mean that much. So <laughs> that'll be my rationale at least. But I mean, You're 0-6, though. That... Yeah, but when he comes back, he'll get you – really mediocre production for the last 10 or 11 weeks of the season. So I, guess. Um, I think DeAndre Hopkins is like a super overrated player. I think a lot of people talked about him for a while as like, oh, DeAndre Hopkins, best receiver in the league, like the most talented, like most skilled wide receiver in the league. And I just have never really thought that that was the case. He kind of like has like every now and then he'll have like one or two games, maybe a year where he's like, good to like very good um but he's very inconsistent and so like i don't know but but hey now he can just get six of those maybe maybe the six that he's going to miss are going to be some of those mediocre games and so he'll seem like he's really crushing it this year when he has two out of two out of ten that's a good point yeah did did the did the six good games come from the peds and so he's going to miss the maybe they'll have worn off they'll have worn off by then and he'll turn into i don't know Mm -hmm. uh off game nico regani for for the remainder of the season i don't know but uh so that that was some breaking news anybody have any other thoughts on the deandre hopkins breaking news it's kind of unfair to penalize one guy for just trying to be like hey my team is cheeks and i need any help i can get you know yeah um usually the usually the way they do that's like getting off the team but (laughs) Yeah, fair. That I guess that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, another another one more one more line on this one is uh, here's a take out of this. The Texans were actually really smart to trade DeAndre Hopkins for a second round pick that like three or four years ago that everybody dunked on them for doing. Um, it was actually a a savvy move because they knew that he was. I don't know, addicted to steroids or something, and that eventually it was gonna <laughs> was gonna derail his career or something like that. But anyway, moving on. Uh, other important uh, this one this one's NFL draft related. Um, Iowa State's Brock Purdy, twenty twenty one or sorry, twenty twenty two NFL up. draft, Mister Irrelevant. So yeah, um, hang the banner, hang the banner. Um, uh, I was at one point, I don't remember what year it was. I don't know if it was before this year or if it was before the season, even before that, at one point I, w- I was trying to find earlier. I couldn't find it. There was a mock draft that had Brock Purdy as a top 10 pick in <laughs> no, I'm legit. Like it was like, it was like before the season started, uh-huh. it's like one of those way too early mock drafts oh, yeah, and stuff. Absolutely. And they're like Brock Purdy. 10th overall pick and it was like even then it was ridiculous mm-hmm. but it's just even funnier now that um he goes as mr irrelevant to the 49ers which that doesn't make so sense. watch out trey lance um watch out in theory i guess until he gets traded ten, jimmy g you have a former top 10 projected pick on yeah the a top 10 talent mm-hmm. um <laughs> At the end of the draft. So good, good pick by the 49ers. Absolute uh, steal. Moving on, unless you guys, anybody have any other thoughts on the, 
Go for it, Will. Um, my theory on why he was picked, Greg Kittle was so was just in such a mood to just dunk on Iowa State that he had the 49ers organization pick him as Mr. Irrelevant. I feel like it's even more embarrassing. Like, for certain guys, it is, and certain guys, it isn't. It's mm-hmm. more embarrassing for, like, someone like Brock Purdy to be Mr. Irrelevant than to go undrafted, in my opinion. Because, yeah. like – if he doesn't go, if he doesn't get drafted, nobody really cares. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that he's Mr. Irrelevant, everyone's like, oh yeah. Remember when people thought he was going to be like a top three quarterback prospect? Mm-hmm. Remember how all those Iowa State fans have like repeatedly said that he's the best quarterback in the state's history. And then he got drafted <laughs> behind where Nate Stanley got picked. Like, yeah. um, I so. don't remember when Steel Jance was around for that. Steel Jance. <laughs> you want to talk top 10 talent let's talk about steel jance uh also fyi uh joe burrow essentially went to iowa state that's true because his family lived in like lived in ames in ames for like the first year of his life yeah yeah so honorary cyclone joe burrow so um, that means brock purdy's even another step down about best in the state um no no he's the best like trust me he's the he's oh you the, think he's better than joe burrow i uh, look at the look at the track record you're right i guess yeah one of the, one uh of them, how many cheese it bowl appearances does joe burrow have exactly. <laughs> one of them didn't even win cheese it bowl actually both of them didn't even yeah win neither of them yeah. won the cheese it bowl so but one of them at least but at least pretty made it exactly <laughs> Uh, Cheese It Bowl champion, uh, Mickey Mouse Fiesta Bowl. Actually, so sorry, Cheese It Bowl runner-up, Mickey Mouse Fiesta Bowl champion during the COVID year. Um, and then let's see, I'm trying to remember. They beat Memphis in a bowl game, and then they got absolutely womboed by Notre Dame in the Camping World Bowl a few years ago. So true. they just got destroyed in that game. Um, so, yep, hang the banner, Iowa State. That's another draft pick. Um, they also continue their, like, half-century, and I'm not even exaggerating, their half-century-long streak of not having a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways. He was pretty close. He, he was, was pretty close. Uh, he was pretty close, um, but still no no cigar, as, as the kids like to say nowadays. So, close but no vape pen. I'm coining that term right now. I'm just <laughs> trademark close, but no vape pen. Um, uh, moving on to the next, uh, next news bit. Um, Iowa's men's basketball team uh, missed out on a transfer today. They're, they're like second option transfer. Their first guy that they were trying to get uh, committed to Texas tech. And then the guy today, his name's Theo Akuba, mm. I believe is how you say it um he committed to Ole Miss over Iowa which um Ole Miss is in basketball program yep yes um he's from down in like the south and so like that's probably part of it too and Mm -hmm. like I'm sure NIL had something to do with it but from a basketball perspective, there's no reason why Iowa should ever be missing or should be losing out on recruits to mm-hmm. Ole Miss, who's like one of the worst SEC basketball programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, like their their like their basketball program is 
almost certainly less popular than their baseball program on campus, which is embarrassing. But um, but yeah, so shout out, go Hawks. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see if they can land another big. Oh, we we just need a tall guy. We need one tall guy. Josh, can you play center? I so the funny thing is I'd be like average height on their team probably, but. Josh, uh, I could try. Are you willing to step up and save the program? <laughs> I'd be down. Chris Murray needs your help. <laughs> Does so. it count as getting a getting a transfer that Josh Agunale decided not to oh, transfer? Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Josh Agunale, um, who had previously entered the Big O, mm-hmm. um, Swaggy O, mm-hmm. um, the big the big fundamental. Sorry, not the big. The big fundamentals, Tim Duncan. The bigger fundamental, Josh Ukundale. Um, the most fundamental. The, the bigger fundamental. Yep. <laughs> I feel like that's a good way to describe him, honestly. <laughs> the bigger fundamental. Um, <laughs> Josh Ukundale had entered the transfer portal and now he's back mm-hmm. at Iowa. So, transfer portal win for Fran. Um, yes. Got one of our guys back. Back. <laughs> So couldn't successfully lock down a different transfer. So our guy didn't transfer. Hey, spin zone landed power five sent or power five big man prospect, Josh Agundale, <laughs> former play big 10. Yes. Played minutes in the big 10 championship. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely cooked Zach Eady mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the big 10 championship game. That's true. Fran landed that guy out of the out of the transfer portal. So um, things are looking up. Things are looking up. Amen. Um, so hawk down on that one. Mm-hmm. Maybe there. Who knows? Maybe there'll be news on that. I would assume there would be news mm-hmm. on that front going. I would hope so. I would be very upset if mm-hmm. they did not find yet another big guy. Yeah. To help the squad out, but not not the squad trademark. But oh yeah, help no. help the basketball the squad. Squad. The squad. You didn't say trademark, so we already knew what you're. Yeah, talking. sorry. Yeah, that's. A, yeah. <laughs> for those, yeah, sorry. For those of you, I don't know if, if the audio would have caught up or cut out or something mm-hmm. like that. That I I just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, anyway, that's news there. Um, moving on to the next little little bit. Joel Joel Embiid is going to miss the first two games of their series at least with a orbital fracture, Oof. which uh, if you don't know, I, I, I guess I don't know why I, I would assume people will know. It's just the, it's the bone underneath your, that your eye yeah. sits on. And so um, it depends on the severity of it, but not a fun injury at all no. to have. Um, I've never had it, so I can't like speak you know, strongly to the experience, right. but from what I've read and heard, um, uh, it just kind of feels like there's something kind of in your eye. Not like it, it mm-hmm. kind of feels like there's something kind of bumping your eye the whole time. That and then, terrible. yeah. And so. Did you uh, find out how it occurred? He got elbowed. He got elbowed. Yeah. Okay. That was what I figured because it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yes. But thank you for the confirmation. Yes. Yeah. So he got elbowed. Um, and so I guess as a resident, our, our resident 76ers fan, Will, oh, you, you picked them in our NBA playoff draft um your thoughts um they got through one round 
which is okay with me. That's what and you want out of a first pick. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Better well, than not making it out of the fair, first round. To be fair, the Phoenix Suns almost lost to the New Orleans Pelicans. So I think we can calm down about first picks being – about dunking on first picks right now, okay? That's – I so. mean, that's that's a good point. But the Sixers won in the same amount of games with a healthy Joel Embiid. He was hurt. And now he's hurt. He was – Oh, he – oh, what was their he team, – Their team was hurt emotionally by the fact that one of their players couldn't play in Toronto. So Okay. Oh, that's a good point. Matisse Thibault, yeah. Um, and then the, the Suns, the Suns get Devin Booker back tonight. So, um, yeah, Devin Booker missed what three games? Guess what? Joel Embiid's only gonna miss like three games and they can win their series too. So. Dang, that's a that's a good point. That's a good point. If they just win, win the be, last four, I was yeah. also just gonna be like, I was gonna be like, okay, that's fine. At least I still have the Grizzlies, but the Grizzlies lost last night, they didn't end up winning. So, mm. Uh, mm. That's 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 too bad, Will. Thank you, Brooklyn Nets, for losing in four games. <laughs> the Nets. Uh, I guess I mean speaking of which, we won't we won't do too much NBA tonight. Uh, the Bucks, kind of a juggernaut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I picked this the Sixers because I wanted them to be opposite the Bucks because I knew the Bucks would roll. Yeah, well, they're gonna get steamrolled by my my Miami Heat tonight. Probably so, they probably will yeah. be. So. Anyways, that's that's your NBA update. NBA. A little a little medicine in there, <laughs> right or boom boom. I believe it was his right or boom boom, but yeah, not a not a super fun. There's you can yeah. have surgery on it, but you can also you can also do stuff like you can just keep going, but mm-hmm. like you're always like in the back of your head. It's Wait, like, go ahead. No, you can always. Like you always have it in the back, and I mean it's the front of your head, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like in the back of your mind, yeah. That if like you took any kind of elbow, it would probably just hurt. So, did he get a? Couldn't he, does he have a face shield now? He has done that. He I think he's had this injury before, oh, okay. and so they, or something along those lines, and so he's worn like a face shield in the past. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that they'll get one for him by the end of the by the end of the series Uh so anyway that's nba anybody unless anybody else has any scorching hot nba takes josh you have something about the nba there's a sorry yeah a train just passed and had the most annoying train whistle i've ever heard so i apologize for those who got that little squeal like a minute ago but um I don't really have any takes on the NBA. I think I picked the Bucks in our draft. So I think I'm in a good spot right now. But yep. Good okay. stuff. Good stuff. All right. Oh, sorry. Yep. Go for it. What were you going to say? Uh, I just want to say I peeked at your list of news. Yep. And I just want to show I had the exact article pulled up. And if you didn't say it, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Just, no, I have it. I have it. But yep. There you go. It's literally the next one. I know so, that I know because yep. I peeped. So next next news tidbit. Uh Nebraska lands a big time transfer. Um TCU defensive end. Um second team all team or second team all big 12 mm-hmm. uh last year. For reference, for those of you who are wondering, oh man, second team all big 12, like that's impressive. Like, what kind of stats did he put up? He had four sacks and seven tackles for loss as a defensive end second team all big 12 sounds about right um i think iowa had multiple guys that had 
seven or more sacks last year. And I don't think, I think only one of them was even like honorable mention all big 10. So, but like people were saying, Oh, this is a big deal. He's instantly one of the best pass rushers in the big or in the big 10 now. And then I looked at it and I was like, wait, what? Like, (laughs) like, so anyway, but, but just so you guys know, yeah, Nebraska basically got like one of the Avengers on their team. Um, And then following up that story though, unfortunately, um as they're gearing up for for this um it came out today that scott frost because of violations and infractions that who knows because like the ncaa is super arbitrary and what they actually like care about when it comes to violations Nebraska's not a big time school anymore so they can't get away with anything so. yeah so nebraska did something wrong i'm sure mm-hmm. that they've done lots of stuff wrong but they got in trouble for something do you know what it is? So, I don't know for sure. I do know what it in, is. Like, was it illegal practices or that? But okay. that wasn't even the main what one. What was in the, the main article. one in the article? Both of them are dumb, and Nebraska has probably done so much worse. Yep. But it's like when you catch a drug kingpin because they didn't pay their taxes. Yep. So, uh, the practices during COVID yes. when they weren't supposed to, yes. and then there was someone who did like film analysis for their school who, quote, provided instructions to athletes during practices. And so that counts as an unauthorized coaching presence. Yeah, yeah, they regulate stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. so they had one too many coaches. coaches. Yeah. Yeah. So they're in trouble. And so because of that, Uh because of that, Scott Frost will not be able to coach them during the CFP final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, that was the that was the initial punishment is that um he, he yeah, yeah no it's literally yeah, okay no, so th- this is five the, days yeah it's a five-day span during which the championship window of college football yeah. happens which is hilarious that they're imposing that on nebraska because it's like dude they're already going to be off like oh uh, no they're going to be people um, think they're going to be really good sorry but yeah so so nebraska when, when they're playing for the national title mm-hmm. or whatever it is unfortunately because they ran practices during a year in which they went two and six mm-hmm. um and then had an additional film person come Early down and coach them mm-hmm. how to be like the most undisciplined team in the big 10 right um now because of that scott frost won't get to coach them when they win the national championship this year <laughs> so uh a lot of yeah a lot of things going on at nebraska yeah. um wow so yeah they also got a ten thousand dollar fine which isn't that much oh my goodness i know Ooh. scott wow. frost can pay that with the him. tough break you think Scott Frost is getting NIL? Yeah, it's Scott Frost. It's the only way he's making money at this point. Listen, like, uh, there's been some goings on with the other coaches at Nebraska sports lately, and it oh. didn't sound like they got in trouble nearly as much. I mean, they lost their job. Yeah. That's more than $10,000. But the team, the team, yeah, I guess. <laughs> the team didn't get in trouble. Kind of. The team won't have to suffer nearly as much as Nebraska when they can't have Scott Frost on. That's that's yeah, a good point. you're right, you're right, you're <laughs> that's right. That's a that's a good point. Um, so they won't have yeah, they won't have it'll 
it'll be interesting to watch to see how much of a drop off there is as far as the dis- the the, dis- the, the on field no as far as the on field discipline for Nebraska oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when the game without Scott Frost rolls around because <laughs> they're usually known as one of the more you know they oh, run they run a tight fine. they run a tight oh, ship over there <laughs> so um anyway that's some news tidbit um guys another another okay this is a big one i this this is probably the the most important out of all of these um it was announced today that in the upcoming season you will now be able to watch the chicago sky on the marquee sports network Ooh. wow so the do you know who the, team, you know yeah, who the, the women's w, yeah, it's the the WNBA. WNBA. defending WNBA champions. Oh, Chicago sky. Oh, that doesn't make me change my opinion that I didn't want to watch at all. Well, now <laughs> b- does the fact that they're playing on the Cubs new sports network that nobody wanted them to oh, have. Is that what that is? I was make like, a I've difference to you because that. that's what's happening. So now it just has two sports I don't want to watch. It has baseball yeah. and WNBA. Yeah, pretty much. Sign yep. me up. Marquee. How much does it cost? You want me to find it's out? like a, you have to buy like a separate. That was a, it was like a thing a bunch of like Cubs fans were mad about because like instead of being on like public or like normal like cable television, you have to buy like a subscription to it. Mm-hmm. And so now, but now you can like to sweeten the deal of not just, you know, you can pay the subscription to watch the Cubs, but think of the deal that it is now that you just included with that, you get the Chicago sky games going forward. So um, Chicago fans unite. This is a, this is a big deal. Um, okay. What's okay. Quick question. What's yes. worth for a marquee sports network subscription or an HBO max subscription? I don't know because I don't care about the Cubs and so or like I don't care about baseball. And so oh we yeah, give give me some research right here now. Um HBO Max is either ten or fifteen dollars a month. And so all right, let's see. Well they're programming all day. Wow. Listen. Well no for like seven hours, but yeah, that's basically all day. Does this even count? Do you even get out of market games? No, it's like just and yeah. You literally don't even get out of market games. No, right? yeah, it's literally like just like a small subset of like it's like the home games. Like back in the day, you used to be able to watch it on WGN if you if you're from Chicago, uh-huh. you know what that is. But like WGN, like the Chicago WGN, mm-hmm. had like all of their games. I would go, I would go, I would watch like a lot of their games when I was pretty mm-hmm. young on WGN. What what are you seeing? Well, it's asking me to sign with a TV provider. Marquee Sports? Yeah. Uh, can anybody give me an idea of how much it costs? I'm trying to find out okay, right now. I'll just look it up. Look up Too screen. much. I just want to know how much it is. And they may put it in, maybe they put it in a cable um, I think it packages comes now. Cable package. I think that's what it is because I just see this, this uh, sentence comes up. Live streaming of Marquee Sports Network and Cubs games available at no added cost to Marquee Sports Network subscribers of participating providers. Well, there you go. So, so yep, we're going to say Taylor. So, let's not bar- box ourselves in to just thinking we're getting the Sky and yep. the Cubs. Yep. So, you can also – so, here, here are some of the things that you can get. Uh, Cubs Live, Cubs Post Game, Cubs 360, Cubs Classics, Cubs Countdown – 
all that kind of stuff. But you can also get Sky Countdown. Bear Essentials presented by Bet Rivers, the weekly Chicago Bears studio show airing during NFL season. Bear Down. Featuring interviews with Bears players and analysis of all things Chicago Bears. So wow. if watching the game on Sunday doesn't make you depressed enough, you can get Bears content yep. all week. <laughs> bear Down. Bear Down. Bear Down. Can I get a Bear Down from everybody? Bear Down. Bear down. Oh, um, oh, sorry. I just I found out what it could cost. So, yep. If you wanted to watch Marquee Sports Network without having to get cable, you can get DirecTV Stream, which is ninety dollars a month for ninety plus channels. Okay. So you're basically paying a dollar per month to watch just this one channel, or you're actually paying ninety dollars a month because you're not watching ninety channels. Well, no, 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 no. Here's the spin zone. Just. You're really just paying a dollar a month. You know what I mean? For the marquee sports network. Okay, you just divide it up on. evenly across all the other 90 channels that I'm sure you're watching a ton of as well. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're watching. Yeah. So okay. really, if you think about it, that's a that's a bargain. Only one dollar a month. Yeah, true. Fugo is a little cheaper. OK. Yep. Um, it says Fugo Pro is sixty nine a month. Nice. And then you can pay up to six dollars per month extra for regional sports okay all right so i mean what a deal yeah so for all you all you cubs fans out there um one dollar a month you know essentially for marquee sports network the other the other eighty dollar or the other seventy nine dollars that you have um you can use that however you want but you can pay one dollar a month for the cubs yep yep so that that's how it works so yeah we we have we have parsed it out now marquee sports network actually a actually a bargain and especially yeah. i mean think about that it's like so now if you think it's like 50 cents a month to watch the cubs and 50 right. cents a month to watch the sky so like you get to, you get to watch the sky for 50 cents a month that's too much that's six dollars a year ladies and gentlemen <laughs> um so i mean to watch the defending champion that's chicago true. sky that's true. So the the After classic this year we'll get to say watch the defending champion Chicago Bears too. That's right? that's true, even though they're not on the Marquee Sports Network. It's just uh, they sorry, are just the want, studio show. Bears weekly that's studio true. show. I would do it just for Cubs 360. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. But anyways, moving on. So I just wanted to let you guys know that's because that's that's pretty big news. Um so next uh next news tidbit uh usc football is definitely cheating um well, but uh i don't know if you are aware of that i it's not just usc that's doing it i'm sure it's, it's everybody but like this weekend there is this news breaking that um def- like returning boletnikov mm-hmm. award winner which mm-hmm. is the best receiver in the country jordan addison from Pitt was like preparing to leave Pitt for USC for like a $3 million NIL deal. Oh. Um, but he hadn't even entered the transfer portal yet. Uh, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. No. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's set off like a huge, um, a lot of people are not happy about the NIL stuff. At this point, I, a lot of people, if you, I mean, there are lots of podcasts that probably describe it a lot more. We don't need to go into all the details of it. 
I, w- I, did, I remember saying this before the NIL stuff really kicked in, though, that like the first two or three years were just going to be absurd mm-hmm. because nobody was going to know how to act mm-hmm. and they were yep. going to pay way too much for these players yep. and that it's probably going to figure itself out in a few years. But those first couple of years are going to be just insane because mm-hmm. none of the people who are like paying the players are going to have any idea of how much they should actually give because mm-hmm. they're going to be because what's going to happen mm-hmm. is and whether it's Jordan Addison or some other player is going to get the bag, you know, in, uh, in certain terms, they're going to get a lot of money mm-hmm. and they're not going to play very well. And they're not going to live up to that. And they're going to get a lot of backlash and stuff for it. And so that, and when that happens in a, whether it's, it'll happen over the next probably couple of years, mm-hmm those numbers will start going down and how eager everybody is to go jump to, mm-hmm. because I think what's going to happen is these like NIL deals are going to be, they're going to start loading them with like incentive based mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of like things that the players are going to have to do on the field to get their money. Mm-hmm. And it's going to really like trim down a lot of the actual money that they're yeah. going to be able to make. Yeah. Like, and so, but yeah, for right now, it's the wild West C- coupling that like coupling NIL with the, there's like, with no oversight in the transfer portal basically mm-hmm. is not really a great thing for the sport. I, mm-hmm. I do think if they, I'm fine with, I'm fine with NIL being the way it is. Like I'm fine with a fan base paying absurd amounts of money to these guys. If they want to try to win a championship, because mm-hmm. what's going to happen is they're going to do that and only one of them is going to win every mm-hmm. year. And so it's just going to be hilarious to watch these teams spend or these fan bases spend millions and millions of dollars to not win. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an insane version of gambling, but the transfer portal needs to like be adjusted because I, it's like the sport, we don't need kids just like jumping every single year, especially in football. Like, mm-hmm. We don't need, okay, this kid had a good year. All the kids who had a good year last year, they go to Alabama now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's not good for, I mean, it's good for Alabama, yeah. but like it's, it's not really good for everybody else. Right. And yeah. so, and, it, and it'll kill over time, it'll probably kill the viewership of the sport because yes, people probably. are just going to not like it. And so, mm-hmm. anyway, anybody, have, we don't need to do a deep NIL discussion uh, because we're pro player. Yeah. Pro NIL. Yeah. Respect yourself, players. Um, but USC definitely cheating and tampering. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that they're not the only ones that are doing that. But like this no. is the this is like the first like really really high profile example of it, and so uh, worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have any thoughts? Over under, how much do you think USC is going to be punished? Zero or zero? Zero. Mm-hmm. I would say under zero. <laughs> um they'll probably get like a oh slap on the wrist here's an extra 50 million dollars in funding or something Mm -hmm. like that i don't know like here's a bigger tv contract (laughs) um anyways josh you have any thoughts i'm just here for the kids josh is just coming out decidedly pro player yeah so i i appreciate that um okay and the last the last news tidbit thank you guys for sitting through this is i I had to include this um because as soon as the nfl draft ends because that just happened and we'll we'll talk more about in just a sec 
as soon as that ends, you get the way too early. I, I mentioned one earlier, but like way too early mock draft for the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I was thinking about Brock Purdy, I was looking for like old mock drafts just to see if I could, I was trying to find the one where he was in the top 10 right. and I couldn't yeah. find it, but I found one <laughs> for this past year that is just hilarious. And I thought I'd just read it yeah. and you guys can just kind of give me your thoughts on it. Um, and we can just kind of go from there. So in this one, uh, don't look cause I don't want, you, I don't want it to be spoiled. Um, the, so starting from the number one overall pick, uh, the Texans in this one uh, had the number one overall pick. They took Sam Howell quarterback from North Carolina who ended up being, I believe the first pick of the fifth round mm-hmm. in this yep. draft. So uh, only off by about Five. four rounds. Yep. Um, so Sam Howell number two, maybe even more egregious had JT Daniels, a guy who, Yes, a guy who could not be beat out Stetson Bennett, a former walk-on oh, at Georgia right. um, for the starting job um, and who has now transferred yet again to West Virginia where he will finish out his playing days and then probably not get drafted. So JT Daniels, number two overall. Number three, DeMarvin Leal, who I believe went in like the third round or something like that this year. Um, number four that had the jet this and this is the closest one yet had the jets taking Derek stingley hmm. um and he went one pick before that in the real draft uh-huh. but i want to bring your attention to i mean this is this is you know this is a podcast but i want you guys all just to know that the picture that they had was not even of Derek stingley <laughs> it was a picture of Keishon Boutte, a receiver for lsu um, so even though the even, like the first pick that they got even kind of right, they didn't even have the right picture of the player. That's so um, this is NBC Sports, by the way. Um, Car for the course. They had Kayvon Thibodeau, Evan Neal. So those are both good. They had the seventh overall pick, Cade Mays from Tennessee, who was barely drafted. Um, they had the next one was Brenton Cox, who's like an edge rusher from Florida who had an, a, an unimpressive enough year that he decided to go back to school. Um, number nine, they had Spencer Rattler. Uh, a similar thing, but more hilarious even. Um, got, not even at his own – not even at the same school anymore. Uh, Drake Jackson, who was a good player, but fell. He's like third-round pick. Christian Harris, same sort of thing. Holy- they had Aiden Hutchinson as the 12th pick in this draft, which is actually on the higher side from what I saw. Pretty yeah. yeah. Kyle Hamilton at 13, which is really close. They had Isaiah Spiller as a running back from Texas A&M who was like barely drafted. Um, Zion Nelson, who went back to school. Chris Olave, John Mechie, who got hurt, which is fine. Um, I'm trying to think. Who are the – I'm looking through really quick. Um, oh, I'm remembering now. So at 22, they had Ty Freifogel, who's a receiver from Indiana, who did not get drafted. Um, they had at 23, they had Jalen Weidermeyer, who's a Texas Texas A&M tight end, who also did not get drafted. They had Keaton Slovis at number 24, who's who got beat out and is now at Pitt. Um, 
because he wasn't good enough to go to the NFL. Um, and then at 25, linebacker Mike Rose from Iowa State. Did he get drafted? He did not get drafted. I was oh. no, he did not get drafted. Um, and if you watched him play at all, you know why. He yeah. that dude, yeah. Uh lunch pail, plays hard, gritty, gritty. Not very good though. Um, and so they had him at 25, and then Brees Hall at 26, not that far off mm-hmm. from where he actually went. Devin Lloyd at 27, which I believe is the exact pick that he actually yep. went. At. Whoa. Um, Perion Winfrey, Peyton Wilson went back to school for North Carolina State. Garrett Wilson at 30. Thomas Booker is a lineman from Stanford who went like the fourth round, and then Traylon Burks. So, uh, but I mean, you think about like the you know Sam Howell number one overall, JT Daniels number two overall. You know, Mike Rose as a first round pick. Um, it was it was just it was just funny. I, it's so uh, yeah yeah. Um, but things change a lot over the course of a year. I guess that's yeah. the that's the. Uh, I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, at one point Brock Purdy was a top ten pick according to one mock draft that I read. Mm-hmm. Um, I read Bryson, that- Deidre, Bryson and CJ Stroud could both suck this year. Yeah, I, who knows? We'll find out. Um, but. Uh, so if you're if you're seeing any way too early mock drafts, just know that it's okay to make fun of them. Like half of those picks will probably be nowhere near first rounders. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see though. I don't know. Maybe we it was kind of a weird draft anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, that that's the end of our news tidbits. I thought next we could uh, just transition to a, a short, a brief time of NFL, just because the NFL draft did just happen. Um, we don't need to do any deep seated like pick by pick analysis i just thought we could popcorn i had already told you guys about this we could just popcorn some ridiculous but plausible takes coming out of the draft so um i don't know if anybody has any that they want to get off their chest right now to get to to get to get started but uh the floor is open i guess is what i'm saying just oh i NFL draft, our our summation of it is just going to be what's the most ridiculous but plausible take that you could have coming out of it. So, I can start with the really tame one. Go for it, Josh. Uh, and this I can explain deeper as why it's ridiculous. But the Packers are going to find a way to win the NFC North again. Well, that's not that impressive. Um, but like they had a, in my opinion, they had a horrible draft, which is not saying anything about the players they picked, but like them picking the players they picked and they drafted the second second Jordy Nelson out of North Dakota State he doesn't look anything like no I would say not at all the same players Jordy Nelson but they were both like top end of the second round picks um I mean that's true I mean when you think about it like uh Ryan Leaf and uh Trevor Lawrence were both picked towards like the top of the first round and like Miles Garrett. So like, they're all kind of the same guy. Exactly. Yeah. But none of them were picked by the Packers. So that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. But yeah, the, the Packers are going to turn Quay Walker into like Fred Warner, um, Devontae Wyatt and I'm trying to think of a good Aaron Donald. Yeah. And, um, What's his name? Christian Watson. Christian Watson and uh, Devontae Adams. 
Devontae Adams, yeah. Yeah, could you imagine and if they had They'll, they'll all be, like, those players' peaks in their rookie year. Probably. Probably. And they'll have Rodgers, so the Packers are going to win the NFC. Hey, is this yeah. the team that lost in the playoffs to Jimmy G? Yep. Hardly. They're a completely different team now. <laughs> they don't have Sidarius Smith anymore, so. Yeah. They got better. They got faster. The one of the things that I saw with a lot of draft like people, it's just like if you took Georgia players, they were like great picks, mm -hmm. which I would say historically is not true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, like it's it's very hit or miss with anybody, and so like, um, yeah, uh, there I, I have more, we have more takes, so I won't go into, but like, uh, people are like, oh, they, they took two guys from Georgia's defense, they must they're gonna be awesome. They're going to be great. Packers win the draft again. We took the, they took the third best linebacker from Georgia's defense. Um, but anyway, move, we're moving on. Anyone more takes? Takes. Will. I have a good counter take to that. Yes, go, go, um, go. Within the next few years, the Bears will surpass the Packers. And this is not oh, just due to the draft. Oh. Um, that actually goes on pretty close to mine because – I said next year. We'll said within the next few years. There so, you go. yeah. So the Bears had a, an okay draft. They didn't have any first round picks. So of course that. Does thanks, limit. Ryan Pace. Yes, thanks, Ryan Pace. That does limit you as what you can do. But the Packers' complete lack of willingness to invest in the offense um, is going to really hurt the fact that they just gave up everything for Aaron Rodgers. So the fact that they're not willing to like buy into like a lot of young talent on the offense. And get like a lot of cheap, uh, a lot of cheap uh, like skill there is going to really hurt them because they're going to have like they they're not going to be able to sign like veterans because they just spent so much money on Aaron Rodgers, and that's going to be that's going to be kicking in over the next few years. Maybe this year they'd have like some leeway, but then in the next few years it's going to go away. And so the fact that they're not willing to be drafting stuff now to build develop those rookies into like but, skill and uh, line position is really going to hurt them down the years. Whereas the bears are kind of looking for this, their weak spots. They're kind of helping them out. Like they're not just um, picking flashy players. Like they pick some players that help, they'll help fill up some, some voids in their, uh, their defense. And then they will get like a wide receiver. So I think that, the Bears are doing the right thing, investing in good talent that's going to help them in the future. And they are also like trying to get away from some of those big contracts, which is huge. Whereas the Packers are not like buying into the, the cheap stuff that will help to offset that huge contract. So I think that in a few years, the Packers are just not going to have enough money to be able to keep up. And the Bears are going to have enough time to fully develop their roster to be able to pass them. So. But the Packers have Quay Walker who can play everything on offense too. That's true. So, That's true. He did that at Georgia. Mm -hmm. He didn't do that at Georgia. Um, but. I think this is this is this is just a draft that like fully cements the fact that the Packers are just unwilling to just go all in on the offense with Aaron Rodgers because they had two first round picks and they dropped him on defensive players. Yeah. So I, I saw someone. Um, the Packers have used one first round draft pick on an offensive player since Aaron Rodgers became the starter. Do you know who that was? It was Jordan Love. It was Jordan Love, his backup. <laughs> the guy that they were they drafted to supplant him. Um, Which he was really happy about. Yeah. Um, maybe Jordan Love can play receiver. 
Probably, honestly, maybe Aaron Rodgers should play receiver and Jordan Love should throw it. That, I mean, with some of the – if you were just listening to the way Joe Buck talks about how Aaron Rodgers runs, sometimes you'd think that he was like a 4-2-40 guy. <laughs> An incredible run by Aaron Rodgers. That was pretty good, Joe Buck. Yeah, it's all right. Um, Breakaway speed, unheard of at the quarterback position. Yes. Um, anyways, you guys have given more measured takes than me. I basically went for – Oh, I have some other ones. No, 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 no. So, like, yeah, yeah. So, I, I have one – well, I have several. But um, I basically went um, – what, what, what could you possibly see on, like, an ESPN – I don't watch ESPN, but, like, like first take or, like, on a, like, Skip Bayless show, like, as, like – the like headline you know of like these just like you know because like, they'll put like ridiculous things up from time yeah, to time yeah. it's like was michael jordan really the best player on the bulls in 1995 you know like stuff like that um just because i don't know it's like discussion you know just a spark mm-hmm. discussion even though it's ridiculous mm-hmm. so like here's one that i just malik willis best value in the nfl draft ever potentially um you people were um freaking out over the fact that he was dropping so far because a lot of like the draft media people thought that he was like this incredible prospect like not like perfect but like they thought he was very good Mm -hmm. and i think and we've talked about this multiple times um this and this quarterback class is not very impressive mm-hmm. and the and it became apparent that the nfl thought the same thing because other than kenny pickett in the first round right um everybody fell to the third round and later and yeah. so um on, malik willis though <laughs> is it the best value a draft pick he could, he could, he could be, yeah, yeah. um, obviously then the, 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 the logical counter take is Tom Brady was a sixth round pick, right? Yes. but, um, but that's not but what Malik is. is yeah. That's not what better than Brady is. Yeah. I mean, Malik was way faster than Tom Brady. So, true. True. Um, and he helped that. Uh, and there was a video of him, um, helping out a homeless person in Indianapolis. So franchise, well, franchise nice. quarterback. Yeah. There's debate over whether it's authentic, like where, well, no, 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 no. Whether, <laughs> whether, whether he was just, it was filmed from across the street, uh-huh. but people, I, I don't want to, I'm not, I don't want to say this. Uh-huh. I'm just saying like people, some people are like, well, maybe they just filmed it to mm-hmm. make it seem more spontaneous, but that, you know, whenever yes. you're in draft zone, you're, right. you're always trying to you're put trying your best foot forward. Right. Cause like the Brown quarterback, his name, his name is like, he's from Brown. He played for yes. Brown university. Yes. Um, exactly. yes, Brown. Want to make sure his name's EJ Perry. We, he did come up on one of our podcasts in the past um, was like cleaning up, picking up all the garbage yes. after one. And so yeah. everyone was like, Oh, is he trying to like look good? Look good to you know convince one one GM to spend a first round pick on it. Right. You know, like well, I mean, he it's like um, in draft day, mm-hmm. the movie draft day, yeah. where it's like um, one of the the GM Kevin, who's played by Kevin Costner, when the quarterback, like the franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. starts sliding, mm-hmm. um, he's like, wait, who is at his birthday? And they find out no one was at his birthday, and they're like, okay, we're not we're not drafting them. It's like dumb stuff like that. And so like, you know, like literally that's part of the movie. And so like, 
Um, what kind of car does he drive? Ryan Pace. Like, oh, he drove. He drives like an old, like 2004 car. Let's trade up and pick him. Like, thanks, Ryan Pace. Thanks, Ryan hey, Pace. Hey, hey, don't don't talk down about 2004 cars. Okay, fine. I think it was a 2002 anyway, but yeah. Um, anyways, so Malik Willis, and then I, I guess since I'm on this, mm-hmm. other potential take you're seeing Nicobe Dean, greatest value of all time uh, in the draft because. Um, small inside linebacker. Yeah, a small back. inside linebacker. Like he's good. Like he's a good college player, but he doesn't really like. He's fast, but he's not like a safety, and he's too small to be a linebacker. Um, also, he has medical red flags. But like all of the NFL draft analysts were like losing their minds over the fact that he hadn't been picked. And they, it was like literally almost every single pick for like the entire second. And then when he went in the third round up until when he got picked, it was like, oh, this could be a fit for Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean, why is he still falling? Nicobe Dean, he's the greatest player in college football history. Like, why, why are these teams not drafting him? And it's like, I, I don't know. I've like, some people just were like obsessed with him. Yeah. And I think that like, he looked good because you like my take out and I'll, I'll stop after this is like, you can't have it both ways where you're like this Georgia player did not have a lot of production, but it was because of the way he was forced to play in their defense. And that was why otherwise he would have had way more like sack. Like that was the thing with Trayvon Walker is like, he had like no college production mm-hmm. like it, that, like warranted where he got picked um but they're like the argument was oh he plays a certain way to free up other people to make plays like free up the linebackers to make plays you can't say that and then be like nicobe dean was just a transcendent player and easily the best player on their defense because he had all their tackles right it's like sometimes guys are just like they funnel the plays to a guy and he gets a lot of plays because of that Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean he's a bad player, right. just, but like that doesn't mean that he's like way better than everybody else at mm-hmm. the same time. So anyway, I, I'm not trying to be a Kobe Dean hater. I just think I just I'm I'm, I'm hating on the people who loved Kobe Dean uh-huh. too much. Right. Obviously. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a lover hater, I okay, guess. Okay. Yeah, Kobe Dean lover hater. <laughs> that's that's what I am. So he hates Kobe Dean's lovers. Yeah, I mm, I <laughs> I don't think about Kobe Dean's lovers. <laughs> um i i the kobe dean yeah um but anyways that's so those went kind of good anybody else more rapid fire takes we don't have to take Uh, as much this is really like i put a lot of thought into this i scouted for the draft like months in advance and i really like came in prepared and ready to make some takes so anyway here's my first take the whatever team has the first overall pick because they're the worst team should have the option to either draft somebody or just steal a player from the best team. Yeah, that seems really fair. Yeah. <laughs> Is the best team the team that won the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know. It's whoever, whoever was supposed to get the last. Just pick. whoever they want. Yeah. And then, well, that would be the team that won the Super Bowl, yeah. Right. It's just like Patrick hot Mahomes. Hot, okay, hot, hot take. Hot take. Uh, Aaron Donald playing for the Jaguars next year. Well, hot, hot take. Uh, there should be shorter time limits between picks, and it should include the time that it takes to make the call and then run out onto the stage and give the pick. So, uh, 
it, so like I want to see the person so like so like they're taking a long time like they're you know they're fielding calls for the trades and then yes. they make the pick at the yes. last moment but like he had like if he wants to like get his moment on stage yeah. he has to like run out yeah. onto the stage just like you know because they, they make the pick with like two minutes right, left right. and then all of a sudden you know 400 pound jordan davis is just rumbling down the hallway there's no time to give roger goodell a hug he doesn't need one he he just grabs the jersey holds it up and then yeah that would be exciting and then they just lose their pick if they can't get it done exactly yeah that makes that makes sense i like that hot take yep the jeopardy song should play during the entire time period between picks and i said this to jake earlier and he was like that are you sure you want that? And I said, yes, because eventually people just start getting the picks in faster. You know, it plays over the loudspeakers and every like draft board huddle room, you know, for every team. So they know, like they feel it, they feel the pressure. I think, okay. So on that, on that same line, they should have like an in-between rounds. It could be between like the fourth and the fifth round, but it's like a speed round where, um, it's like they get like 10 GMs together Mm -hmm. and they do like what the, you know, like what they do with the final jeopardy where they have to like write their answer out, you know, and they all, they all like are in there and they all have to write their answer. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if they like, if, if they pick the same guy, they like cancel out and you don't get the pick, but they have like a minute to do it. Mm -hmm. It's just like the, the fourth round ends. And then like, you have this intermediate round where you get like 10 GMs and then, and then so like, you'll get like, you know, like, you know guys will write their picks and they'll yeah. you'll get their picks but then you'll get like you know his, you'll get like ryan pace who's like darn i can't think of something you know or like <laughs> like pass or yes, like yeah you know he like writes a ridiculous or just like it's just a bunch of scribbles right you know because he just couldn't even think anymore um <laughs> and so yeah that would be kind of electric i guess if we're, if we're if we're thinking of ways to right to to spice it up a little bit yeah so those are my really uh, in-depth like thought. I thought a long time, obviously, about those takes. Boom. Okay, here, uh, rapid take coming from me. Uh, the that This is not my opinion, but <laughs> the Jets are AFC contenders after that draft. Um, they uh, they got uh, Zach Wilson, his, uh, his number one target in Jermaine Johnson. No, I'm just kidding. Garrett Wilson. And then uh, Sauce Gardner, who – uh, I don't know the 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 performance on hat or on draft night makes me think bust bust season with him. Um, the fact that he was trying to leave, trying to get away. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Jermaine Johnson, who fell away uh, from where people thought. Well, some people thought. Honestly, I think he was probably picked not outlandishly late compared to what he probably should have been. But um, anyway, people really like the Jets draft. And so now because they're in the New York media market, we get like Jets, AFC East contender next year against the Bills. Like, you know, yeah. like, yeah. So anyways, um, rapid take there. Um, hot take. Yeah, hot take. Uh, Just throw them out. There are a couple kids whose Make-A-Wish-Wish was to come and announce the, yep. like the pick, and yep. they were way better than the actual announcers. So they were. They should all be replaced by those kids. More kids yeah. should wish that. So a, no, those those two yeah. kids were good at it. So it I was gonna say, are you are, is your long term solution like we should like have more make a wish kids? No, okay. I'm just saying those two kids. It should make wishes more announcers. Okay. Make a wish kids, guys. They don't always die. <laughs> oh. 
sometimes they just get to make their wish and do their wish and then keep on living so they can they can take their place long term sure it's not a short-term solution yeah all right anyway just a whole new crop of kids every year they all they all pass away like from the year before it it makes the next draft that much more poignant oh this is a this is one that taylor brought up or um we were while we were talking earlier but it's kind of on, on topic um they should have um when the pick is in and the person has to go up they should have like a time limit for how long like a very like short time limit for how long they have to announce the pick and i'd say like put it at like 15 seconds that's for when they get up there Mm -hmm. and they're like you know and x team with this pick Mm -hmm. picks this guy because if they have 15 seconds to talk that is going to throw in variables like how long the guy's name is you know what i mean because like you have like Chigozim Okoronkwo, tight end from Maryland. And also, it not only affects it because, like, if you can't get the pick out in 15 seconds, you just lose you just the pick. Don't get it, yeah. So, not only do you have to think about, well, I need to draft a guy whose name can be said quickly right. because I don't want to lose our pick, right? But also, I need to draft or I need to pick a good person to announce the pick, right. not a guy that's going to be like, what does this say? Right. Who, what kind of name is this? Yeah. And they're going to like stumble through it because you don't want to lose your pick. No, we posited it might be a good idea if you do want a guy with a long name, you just had to send an auctioneer up and they're just like, and Carlos going twice and going to the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, ways to spice up the, the actual night itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, my another another hot take, guys, feel free to jump in more as well. Illinois is a bigger NFL. Dra- it, Illinois is an NFL draft factory. Um, they actually had more picks this year than Iowa, Notre Dame and Clemson. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure all those schools had two people drafted. So um, what did they have? Three three yeah it's a small list small yeah, list to, three to get drafted. yeah the yeah i know illinois like juggernaut squad last year but anyways anybody more takes yes well no, okay well go ahead. the chiefs have no worry now as afc west contenders like they have cemented themselves as the afc west contenders after this draft as like the champs yeah, like okay. they're 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 the only team that's gonna win it now. They've they've distanced them distance distanced themselves from the Chargers at this point. So rest of the rest of the division might not might as well not even just, show up. Just give up at this point. Yeah, the Chiefs fair enough. have done it with a couple of first round picks that could pan out or could go horribly for them. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's the NFL draft. Josh, you had a take. Um Giants going all the way this year. <laughs> New York Giants going all the way this year. Good stuff. So let me defend myself. Go for it. Evan Neal, Kayvon Thibodeau. I'm convinced. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good stuff. You should go to law school. Dane Belton. Dane Belton. Yeah, Dane Belton. I forgot about that. The absolute steal in like the fourth round with Dane Belton. Daniel Jones slinging the ball around. No way this is wrong. I can't see any way it goes wrong. Saquon Barkley out of the backfield for three games. Yeah. Um, Electric. Good stuff. All right. I have have one last take, and mine is uh, Matt Ariza, San Diego State University's punter. 
most overrated punter prospect of all time. Whoa. Yeah. Everyone talked about him. They called him the punt god. They did, yeah. Uh, and he wasn't even one of the first two punters taken in this draft. Yep. So, before uh, uh, Jordan Stout was the first one. He's uh, Penn State, which I thought going into the draft that I thought I really liked him. Honestly, like I'm not an I'm not an expert in the punter game, you know. <laughs> but he played against Iowa. He's a really good punter, and he's also a really good kicker. So, like. A little, a little dual threat specialist there. Yeah. Dual threat. Um, from like 40 yards, three Yep. And then, because uh, I remember against Iowa, he had like a whole bunch of like really good punts. And then like the next week he drilled like a 58 yard field goal. And so like, I was pretty impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is Jake Camarda, who's Georgia's punter, which whatever. But yeah. Matt Ariza, the punt god, more like the punt fraud. So, oh, um, yeah. Any, anybody have any more takes? Otherwise, I've got a round of cap or no cap. Go for it, Will. Will, you got it. Pittsburgh has zero idea what they're doing. They drafted Kenny Pickett in the first round. Kenny small hands. I don't think I have to say anything else about that. He, they drafted Kenny Pickett, the, the infamous fake sliding quarterback from Pittsburgh. They picked him over, I don't know. Anybody um, else on the board at that point? Matt Corral, the best quarterback prospect in recent memory. <laughs> Will, are you just saying, are you are you just mad that your uh, NFL draft <laughs> draft team didn't do very well? No. Um, don't in, speak bad on Kenny Pickett. He in, won me that. In seriousness, it's still a dumb pick, but – I don't know. I just think it's funny to keep to bring it up the fact that Pittsburgh drafted the quarterback from Pitt, probably just because he's from Pitt and not because of like his actual skills. Yeah, that was probably it. Yeah. They're just like, wait, Pitt have any quarterbacks this year? We'll take that. I mean, he's like okay, but they have other options. He's a Heisman finalist, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Light work. Yeah. Tons of people have done that. Easy. What are you gonna say, Josh? Honestly, I got two more really quick ones. Yep, go and they're both them. kind of the same ones. The last one I gave, but Ravens win the Super Bowl, going all the way for sure. Okay, a lot of um, Super Bowl champions this year. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, what's what's the name? Lions going all the way. <laughs> Josh is just gonna like th- he's throwing them all out. Yeah. Like Josh is like um. And none of them are actually gonna go all the way. Josh is like he's made our Josh is like one of those um things where um it's like the, the, like he says like a sentence and then like uh the automated like name generator mm-hmm. thing like says and like can say any of the like you know any of the 32 mm-hmm. nfl team josh is like yeah. it's just like blank is going all the way this year and then you can just have the automated new york giants <laughs> are going all the way this year Jacksonville Jaguars are going all the way. As that's, that's Josh's takes. Uh-huh. Yep. That actually reminds me of two other ones. Okay. You, you got you, you cards going more. all the way this year. Jags going all the way this year. All right. There you go. Um, so if, all, if the teams I said are all in the playoffs, I count it as a win. There you go. I, I'm sure that those will be the playoff teams this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Josh is like, Kendrick, uh, you heard it here Kirk. first. 
one of the NFL teams is winning the Super Bowl this yeah, year. Yeah, whoa. Josh is like Kendrick Perkins from that ESPN commercial. He spins around with the bat and throws the dart at the wall. Yeah. That's his take for today. Yeah. <laughs> but he just threw 32 of them. Just. <laughs> so. Josh, you have any more, any more takes really quick before we move on? Um, let me think. Okay. Bengals not going all the way this year. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I agree with that. That was one of my takes, too, that the Bengals are not going to do any better than they were last year. All right. Good stuff. Well, with that, we can transition into our last segment of the pod, uh-huh. which is uh, our, our, new, our newly minted segment, Cap or No Cap. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, today's Cap or No Cap is about Chicago Bears draft history. Mm-hmm. So, Yes um so i have i think i have like five points and you guys for those of you who don't remember basically lying cap okay you know the, the, yeah. the think of a hat with the word lying on it right. if you're wearing the cap they're lying no cap not lying okay yeah so cap and no cap and i'll just have you guys go first. so first one cap or no cap prior to this year the Bears have gone five consecutive drafts without having more picks than rounds in the draft. So they had less seven, because there's seven rounds, seven or less picks for five years in a row. No cap. No cap. No yeah. cap. Definitely no cap. Oh, gosh. We have no cap. All right. That's that's everybody who gets a win on that one. It is no cap. The Bears have had seven or less picks for five straight drafts before this year where they had 11. Shout out Ryan Poles. Um, so here we go. So now number two, uh, over the past 10 drafts, the bears have drafted as many punters as they have quarterbacks cap or no cap. I see that's cap. I think it's cap too, because one of the bears ever shy away from drafting a quarterback that might not be that good. Okay. I would say cap because I think we've had two punters drafted and then we've had two quarterbacks. Okay. So the um wait so so you say it's cap because they have the same yeah the the, the it was no cap that would be no cap because I said the Bears have drafted as many punters as they have oh well then yes no cap okay okay it is cap oh. they have drafted three quarterbacks Justin Fields Mitch Trubisky and David Fails Bears legend so and they have drafted two punters <laughs> Trenton Gill this year or McGill this year and then uh. Pat O'Donnell, um, Thunderleg, or whatever. <laughs> they literally called him something like that. That's the funniest thing. Yeah, I've ever heard. yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he was a fine, he was an okay punter, but now he's on the, now he's on the Packers. So, um, so that was Cap. So a lot of punting this year. We have Taylor and Josh have two. Will has one. Yeah. Um, David fails. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, moving on. The year 2003 was the last time the Bears had multiple first-round draft picks in one draft. Cap or no cap? I'm going to say cap because I think it, you're going to switch it up and be like, it was actually 2002. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was the thing again? In 2000, 2003 was the last year that the Bears had multiple first-round picks in one draft. I'd say no cap. No cap? I'd say no cap because the Bears are really bad at managing my first round pick. All right. It is it is no cap. 
So it, yeah, that was the last time I was, I wasn't trying to trick you all okay. up or anything okay. like that, Well, but I can understand. Yeah, no. So three, two, two. So Josh has gone three for three Wow. so far, Ooh. but we'll see how he does down the home stretch. So fun, fun little note. Um, the people that they drafted were defensive end Michael Haynes, oh, Bear, Bears legend, and then uh, quarterback Rex Grossman, two legends, extra Bears legend. Um, Carried the Bears to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yes, that's definitely how Bears fans would describe it. Yes, Rex Grossman carried the Bears to a Super Bowl. So um, the the next, yeah, yeah, the next two picks after that were in in order. Uh, Charles Tillman and Lance Briggs, which players. is two very good. So, uh, two actual Bears legends. So, uh, moving on. In the past two decades, the Bears have drafted more players from Tuskegee University than the University of Iowa. That's no cap because, well, in the past how many years? In the past two decades, 20 two years. Two decades. 20 years. That's probably still no cap. They don't take many Iowa people. I'd say, because I know we drafted James Daniels. Right. That was the one that I thought that's about. It. And so that's I'm gonna say, I was like, I'm oh, gonna say Tuskegee. Because I, I feel like there's probably been like two or three Tuskegee guys. So no cap, no cap. I'm going to say cap because I think it's one and one. Will is correct. It was one and one. There's one player from Tuskegee and then James Daniels. Mm. So who is the guy who's from Tuskegee? I should have written it down. Oh. I, I apologize. I, I I am I am sorry. So, anyways, um, I could look it up, but he wasn't like a super significant player. Okay. Although they took him in like the third round, well, which is pretty high. Yeah. Are you surprised? Uh, well, bear down. Um. So, anyways, moving into the last one. This one is a is a very uh very rack your brains for this one. Uh, the statement is the Bears are great at drafting in the first round historically. Cap or no cap? Um, probably gonna have to go with cap. Josh, historically, are we including last season? I would say since like the millennium began. Okay. I mean, so not including can, not including last you, year. You can year count drafted. the most. You can count the Justin Fields year, but okay. Majority of the time, I just have to go. I have to go cap on that. Cap, cap. Uh, if it's the the Bears drafting well in the first round, I just have to say cap, considering the fact last time we had two people, two draft picks in the first round, we picked Rex Grossman and uh, the Haynes guy. So. Bears legend Rex Grossman, mind you. Um, so, uh, if I said, um, since 2010, so we'll just say in the last, not it's a little over a decade, these are the first round picks that the Bears have had. You guys ready for this? Uh-huh. If they see if this changes your mind, okay, because you guys are all casting shade all over the Bears, you know, drafting, you know, saying cap on that. Let's see if this changes no, your opinion. We don't, cast, we don't have to cast shade. Oh, I didn't never comes out for the Bears right Well, since 2010, let's see if this list of players changed your mind. Okay. Gabe Karimi. Already know. We're never – we're not going to come back. From Offensive lineman, Wisconsin. Um, Shea McClellan, Bears legend, uh, defensive end-ish slash linebacker that never played. 
from Boise State. Kyle Long. Good player. Who's good? Yeah, he was hurt. He just he just got hurt. He was good. Kyle Fuller, also good uh-huh. pretty good player. Uh-huh. One pick right after one pick after Aaron Donald. That's the uh, the classic. The Bears trivia. Guess who went one pick after Aaron Donald? Um, this is where it gets really impressive. Kevin White, wide receiver, West Virginia. Good for like two games. Not yeah. even. Um, <laughs> Leonard Floyd. Didn't play well for the Bears. Yeah, I was going to say, played, played pretty well for the Rams, but not for the Bears. Um, Mitchell Trubisky, Hall of Famer. Actually, go. Yep. And the Roquan Smith, best linebacker in the game. Actually, really good. Yeah. And then uh, Justin Fields on, on awesome. track to be the GOAT, but still, still, still a lot yet. left to prove. So, so actually, that, more often than not, we kind of hit. Not for bears. I I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say hit hit when they're on our team or You're talking about so uh, I don't know. In the first round, I would expect you to get over ten years. I would think fifty percent of them being like quality starters is like a fair benchmark. So up to this point, I would say we'll throw Justin Fields out just because he's so new Roquan Smith hit Kyle Fuller. I guess we can say hit Kyle long. We can say hit. So that's less than 50%. And like the other five are like horrible. So does it really count though? Leonard Floyd's kind of in the middle. Gabe Karimi, Shea McClellan, Kevin White, and then Mitch, unfortunately, like if, if, if I'm putting on my uh, Bears hater hat. I was going to say, though, it doesn't really count if the player could be good, but your coach is just the worst. Well, that's – I mean, that's a that's another um, – that's another discussion. But first-round player, undrafted free agent level coach. <laughs> you should be allowed to draft coaches, too. I mean, you can trade for coaches. Can you really? Yeah. Hmm. But, like, imagine – That's how the Patriots got Bill Belichick. Imagine if, like – NFL teams could just draft whatever college coach they thought was good. You know, it's like, uh oh. Yeah, instead they just sign them. Okay, boss. (laughs) Boring about it. They or they should have like they all have to take a draft. Like just like 32 college coaches every year get pulled out, and it's just like we will take the random guy from Mount St. Mary's, you know, or something like that, you know, just like, and all their fans are just like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> no, we were two and nine last year. <laughs> that'd be really funny. Honestly, like you just get work, like, right? I, I, that'd be hilarious. Like, but what, I guess you just like relegate coaches then yeah. too. Yeah. You do swaps. You just like you a swap. That's yeah. a good point. Like you have to get rid of one coach every year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be your head coach. Yeah, just you have to get rid of a coach. So yeah. it's just like here, Nick Saban. We'll take Nick Saban. You can have like our wide receiver analyst. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Alabama has to deal with that. So like your goal as a college team is like to get the most mid coach of all time. Basically, because because then the smart teams in the NFL would be like, oh, we'll just like take a bad guy mm-hmm. in, you know, out of college. So and then we can just keep sh- you know, shuffling him back and forth every other year. You know what I mean? They just have two coaches and they yeah. just shuffle him back and forth every year. 
they have a deal with like a college and they're just like, all right, you'll have this coach for half of the next 10 years and this coach for the other half of the next 10 years. I feel like that's a sustainable model. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. Good stuff. Well, we had, we had a tie in the cap, no cap. So nobody gets to officially bring home the, the, the no cap cap. Do I Um, get the cap hat because I lost? No, you have to. Oh, did I tie? No. Well, you, you, I I wasn't going to say that you lost, but you did. Um, (laughs) Will, Will and Josh tied. So I guess we'll have to wait for the next rendition to see who gets to wear the, the cap, the cap cap um, for the next podcast but anything else you guys want to share before we head out for the pod Brock Purdy is Mr. Irrelevant Iowa State is irrelevant Taylor if you were drafting restaurants who would be your Mr. Irrelevant uh probably KFC because I would honestly go to pretty much any of the other ones before KFC fair enough Fair enough. That includes all the chicken places. I feel like out of all of the chicken places, I mean, Popeyes. El Bait Shop. That my food wasn't that bad from there. You just didn't like Bruce that much. Um. No, I feel like is anyone who knows anything is anyone's favorite chicken restaurant really KFC? You know. I like KFC, dude. It's finger looking good. It's good. It's not like outrageously good. It's not. It's yeah. like a. I'd say it's probably the best pick for Mister Relevant of the four. They like always not, have the dirtiest looking restaurants oh, of that all is so time. True. That's absolutely Anytime true. Anytime we drive by, it's like, oh, there's the Long John Silver's KFC. Yeah. And it just looks disgusting. They they have a color scheme that of for their restaurants that picks that does not hide the dirt at all. Nope. It is. They have. They do have very yep. dirty looking restaurants. At least Popeyes. I can't tell how dirty it is from the outside. Yeah. You know. Fair. That's. I, I feel you like that's a fair point. I like KFC. They have like buffets back in the day. I don't know if they still. Any of them really still do. But mm-hmm. I liked KFC buffet. Because. I don't. Know, it's basically like pot. Or it's it's basically a pizza ranch without the pizza. Yeah. Which is the it's, yeah it's like ranch, ranch. classic midwestern <laughs> fair oh yes all right we're going out to the ranch tonight yeah the ranch is actually a restaurant in fairmont minnesota so. it was well all sorts yeah there you go fun fact of the night the ranch was a restaurant in fairmont minnesota also a show featuring ashton kutcher but i've never seen it Kevin also filmed in also filmed in Fairmont, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. <laughs> Good you learned this podcast. See, yeah, this this podcast, it's for the growth of the mind. Right? Yeah, I feel yes. like, yeah. You you always learn something here. Oh, well, I hope so. That's yeah. the goal. Like I learned that the Jaguars and the Lions <laughs> and the Ravens and the Giants and the Did Jets the are Lions? yeah, and the Lions are yeah. all going to go all the way next year. So, um Bengals the Bengals will not be going all the way next right. year. Right. So, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, if that's if nobody has anything else uh for the pod, thank you to everyone for listening. Uh it's been a been a been a fun week. Good to have Taylor back. Have the whole squad back. Yeah. Um 
But yeah, we'll be. I should be back again next week, hopefully with a Formula One minute because F One minute. There's a race this weekend in Miami. Yeah, so if you if go you, America, if you're in Miami this weekend, uh, we wish we were. Just instead, I had to graduate. <sighs> yeah. Who cares? Who 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 would ever want to do that? I mean, if I had the option, go to graduation or go to Formula One, it's not a contest. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Fair enough. Well, if you're not graduating this weekend and you're in Miami, maybe you could try to find a way to check out the F1 race. Yeah. But yeah. But in the meantime, uh, everybody, hoof a good week. Thank you for listening. Uh, say bye to the fans, everyone. Bye, fans. Everyone. Bye, fans. Thank you.